Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 150. Today we are going to read the book of Joel, the entire book, it's three chapters, and then Matthew 10. And throughout this uh, book of Joel, we basically see this, this uh, progression. First, God announces judgment on the people. Second, he calls, the prophet calls them to repentance, to turn from their ways and turn back to God. And then God offers uh, a word of hope and a word of restoration for those who repent. And then when we listen to Matthew 10, we see these same themes come through in Jesus' words that in some ways make people wonder, how could Jesus say these things? But really what he is saying is the same. Judgment will come on those who refuse to repent, who refuse to turn towards Jesus, who refuse to see that only in him can we be restored. And so throughout this uh, episode today, I hope you will hear this message loud and clear, and it will encourage your heart that God is a God of judgment, but also is a God who will restore those who repent. So Joel, the book of Joel. This is the Lord's message that came to Joel, the son of Pethuel. Listen to this, you elders. Pay attention, all inhabitants of the land. Has anything like this ever happened in your whole life or in the lifetime of your ancestors? Tell your children about it. Have your children tell their children and their children the following generation. What the Gazam locust left, the Arbeth locust consumed. What the Arbeth locust left, the Yelik locust consumed. And what the Yelik locust left, the Hazel locust consumed. Wake up, you drunkards, and weep. Wail, all you wine drinkers, because the sweet wine has been taken away from you. For a nation has invaded my land, mighty and without number. Their teeth are like lion's teeth. They have the fangs of a lioness. They have destroyed my vines. They have turned my fig trees into mere splinters. They have completely stripped the bark off the bark and thrown it aside. The twigs are stripped bare. Just so you know, just a little pause here. Just so you know, these are locusts. These are insects that basically eat every green thing that have invaded the, 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 basically the land of Israel. And this is what Joel's describing. I'll continue on. Wail like a young virgin clothed in sackcloth, lamenting the death of her husband-to-be. No one brings grain offerings or shrink offerings to the temple of the Lord anymore. So the priests, who, those who serve the Lord, are in mourning. The crops of the fields have been destroyed. The ground is in mourning because the grain has perished. The fresh wine is dried up. The olive oil languishes. Be distressed, farmers, wail, vine dressers, over the wheat and the barley. For the harvest of the field is perished. The vine is dried up, the fig tree languishes, the pomegranate date and apple as well. In fact, all the trees of the field have been dried up. Indeed, the joy of the people has dried up. Get dressed and lament, you priests. Wail, you ministers who minister at the altar. Come, spend the night in sackcloth, you servants of God because no one brings grain offerings or drink offerings to the temple of God anymore. Announce a holy fast, proclaim a sacred assembly, gather the elders of all the inhabitants of the land to the temple of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. How awful that day will be, for the day of the Lord is near. It will come as destruction from the divine destroyer. 
Our food has been cut off right before our eyes. There is no longer any joy or gladness in the temple of, the, of our God. The grains of seed have shriveled, but shriveled beneath their shovels. Storehouses have been decimated and granaries have been torn down because the grain is dried up. Listen to the cattle groan. The herds of livestock wander around in confusion because they have no pasture. Even the flocks of sheep are suffering. To you, O Lord, I call out for help. For fire has burned up the pastures of the wilderness. Flames have raised all the trees of the fields. Even the wild animals cry out to you, for the riverbeds have dried up. Fire has destroyed the pastures of the wilderness. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm signal on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land shake with fear, for the day of the Lord is about to come. Indeed, it is near. It will be a day of dreadful darkness, a day of foreboding storm clouds, like blackness spread over all the mountains. It is a huge and powerful army. There has never been anything like it ever before. And there will be not like anything for many generations to come. Let fire they Like fire, they devour everything in their path. A flame blazes behind them. The land looks to the Garden of Eden before them, but behind them there is only a desolate wilderness, for nothing escapes them. They look like horses. They charge ahead like war horses. They sound like chariots rumbling over mountaintops, like the crackling of blazing fire consuming stubble, like the noise of the mighty army being drawn up for battle. People writhe in fear when they see them. All their faces turn pale with fright. They charge like warriors. They scale walls like soldiers. Each one proceeds on his course. They do not alter their path. They do not jostle one another. Each of them marches straight ahead. They burst through the city defenses and do not break ranks. They rush into the city. They scale up its walls. They climb up into the houses. They go in through the windows like a thief. The earth quakes before them. The sky reverberates. The sun and the moon grow dark. The stars refuse to shine. The voice of the Lord thunders as he leads his army. Indeed, his warriors are innumerable. Surely his command is carried out. Yes, the day of the Lord is awesome and very terrifying. Who can survive it? Yet even now, the Lord says, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Tear your hearts, not just your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and boundless and loyal love often relenting from calamitous punishment. Who knows? Perhaps he will be compassionate and grant a reprieve and leave blessing in his wake, a meal offering and a drink offering for you to offer to the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, announce a holy fast, proclaim a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify an assembly, gather the elders, gather the children and the nursing infants, let the bridegroom come out of his bedroom and the bride from her private quarters. Let the priests who serve the Lord weep from the vestibule all the way back to the altar. Let them say, Have pity, O Lord, on your people. Please do not turn over your inheritance to be mocked, to become a proverb among the nations. Why should it be said among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord will become zealous for his land. He had compassion on his people. The Lord responded to his people, saying, Look, I am about to restore your grain as well as your fresh wine and olive oil. You will be fully satisfied. I will never again make you an object of mockery among the nations. I will remove the one from the north far from you. I will drive him out to to a dry and desolate place. Those in front will be driven eastward into the Dead Sea, and those in back east-westward into the Mediterranean Sea. His stench will rise up as a foul smell. Indeed, the Lord has accomplished great things. Do not fear, my land. Rejoice and be glad, because the Lord has accomplished great things. Do not fear, wild animals, for the pastures of the wilderness are again green with grass. 
Indeed, the trees bear their fruit, the fig tree and the vine yield to their fullest. Citizens of Zion, rejoice, be glad because of what the Lord your God has done. For he has given you the early rains as vindication. He has sent to you the rains, both the early and the late rains, as formerly. The threshing floors are full of grain, and the vats overflow with fresh wine and olive oil. I will make up for the years that the arbeth locust consumed your crops, the yellow locust and the halic locust and the gazem locust, my great army that I sent against you. You will have plenty to eat, and your hunger will be satisfied, and you will praise the name of the Lord your God, who has acted wondrously in your, on your behalf. My people will never again be put to shame. You will be convinced that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God. There is no other. My people will never again be put to shame. All of this, after all of this, I will pour my spirit out on all kinds of people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your elderly will have prophetic dreams and your young men will see visions. Even on male and female servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will produce portents both in the sky and on the earth, blood, fire, and columns of smoke. The sunlight will be turned to darkness and the moon to the color of blood before the day of the Lord comes, that great and terrible day. It will so happen that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be those who survive, just as the Lord promised. The remnant will be those whom the Lord will call. For look, in those days and at that time I will return the exiles to Judah and Jerusalem. Then I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. I will enter into judgment against them there, concerning my people Israel, who are my inheritance, whom they scattered among the nations. They partitioned my land, and they cast lots for my people. They traded a boy for a prostitute. They sold a little girl for wine so they could drink. Why are you doing these things to me, Tyre and Sidon? Are you trying to get even with me, land of Philistia? If you if you are, I will very quickly repay you for what you have done. For you took my silver and my gold and brought my precious valuables to your own palaces. You sold Judeans and Jerusalemites to the Greeks, removing them from their own country. Look, I am rousing them from that place to which you sold them. I will repay you for what you have done. I will sell your sons and daughters to the people of Judah. They will sell them to the Sabians, a nation far away. Indeed, the Lord has spoken. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for a holy war. Call out the warriors. Let all the fighting men approach and attack. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I too am a warrior. Lend your aid and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves to that place. Bring down, O Lord, your warriors. Let the nations be roused and let them go up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit in judgment on all the surrounding nations. Rush forth with the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, stomp the grapes, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow. Indeed, their evil is great. Crowds, great crowds, are in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon are darkened. The stars withhold their brightness. The Lord roars from Zion, from Jerusalem. His voice bellows out. The heavens and the earth shake, but the Lord is a refuge for his people. He is a stronghold for the citizens of Israel. You will be convinced that I, the Lord, am your God, dwelling on Zion, my holy mountain. Jerusalem will be holy. Conquering armies will no longer pass through it. On that day, the mountains will drip with sweet wine and the hills will flow with milk. All the dry stream beds of Judah will flow with water. 
a spring will flow out from the temple of the Lord, watering the valley of Acacia of the acacia trees. Egypt will be desolate, and Edom will be desolate wilderness, because of the violence that they did to the people of Judah, in whose land they shed innocent blood. But Judah will reside securely forever, and Jerusalem will be secure from one generation to the next. I will avenge their blood that I had not previously acquitted. It is the Lord who dwells in Zion. Well, there you have the book of Joel, maybe a book that you haven't read or heard of much. And in this book, as uh, I mentioned at the beginning, you see God warning the people about judgment, pictured in the attack of the locusts coming, almost like an army invading. And then God showing mercy as the people repent and turn back to him and ask for forgiveness. And then restoring them from the lands that he had taken them to, from the punishments they had received, from the consequences of their previous work and decisions they had made, that God restores them and promises them not only to restore them, but to make them new people filled with the very Spirit of God. And now we'll conclude today by continuing to read from Matthew chapter 10. And in this chapter, we see... Uh, Jesus, in a sense, showing his power again, but also warning people about judgment and warning them to repent and to turn back to the God who is the only God who can restore them. Matthew chapter 10. Jesus called his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits so they could cast them out and heal every kind of disease and sickness. Now these are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. James, son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Jesus sent out these twelve, instructing them as follows. Do not go on a road that leads to to Gentile regions, and do not enter any Samaritan town. Go instead to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, preach this message, the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. Freely you received, freely give. Do not take gold or silver or copper in your belts, no bag for the journey or extra tunic, or sandals or staff, for the worker deserves his provisions. Whenever you enter a town or village, find out who is worthy there and stay with them until you leave. As you enter the house, greet those within it. And if the house is worthy, let your presence, let your peace come on it, But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your message, shake the dust off your feet as you leave that house or that town. I tell you the truth, it will be more bearable for the region of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. I am sending you out like sheep surrounded by wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of people because they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be brought before governors and kings because of me, as a witness to them and to the Gentiles. Whenever they hand you over for trial, do not worry about how to speak or what to say, for what you should say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by everyone because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Whenever they persecute you in one town, flee to another. I tell you the truth. You will not finish going through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not greater than his teacher, nor a slave greater than his master. It is enough 
for the disciple to become like his teacher and the slave like his master. If they have called the head of the house Beelzebub, how much worse will they call the members of his household? So do not be afraid of them, for nothing is hidden that will not be revealed and nothing is secret that will not be made known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the rooftops. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Instead, fear the one who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Aren't two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. Even all the hairs in your head are numbered. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Whoever then acknowledges me before people, I will acknowledge before my father in heaven. But whoever denies me before people, I will deny him also before my father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life because of me will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet in the name of a, of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Whoever receives a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, I tell you the truth, he will never lose his reward. And there you have it, Jesus giving all these different explanations and uh, at the same time telling his disciples about what they should do and how they need to follow him. And I think it's a reminder that he's warning If you don't listen, there is judgment coming. But for those who turn to him, he promises not only peace, but he promises life. And a life that's a life of goodness and fullness and joy. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You were always there. You were always there. Whispering the truth.